get me. From Studio A in Arcata, behind the Redwood Curtain, it's time for... Suckatash. Yes, Suckatash, the comedy soundcast, soundcast featuring snippets from comedy... Soundcast. And also interviews with comedians, comedian soundcasters, and other showbiz folk. And now, here's this episode's host from up the coast, the man who puts the X in Xbox and the tie on antisocial, comedy soundcast soundcaster, Tyson Saner. Saner. Insaner. Insaner. Saluto, Nestos me, Tyson Saner. Welcome to Succotash. Have you listened to us before? If so, then welcome back. We're clocking in at 349 this week, and the duties of finding soundcast clips falls on me. Did you happen to hear last week's episode, titled A Spring Bouquet of Clips? It was episode 348, regardless of it being labeled episode 338 for the time being. And it featured a trio of clips from the soundcasts Fogo, Tell Me About It, and The Best Show. In addition, that episode featured another drop-in from comedian Dan St. Paul with a selection from his Slices blog, and that one was called The Tie That Unbinds. It was a fun episode, and I invite you to check it out at your earliest convenience. I almost forgot to mention that episode 348 was hosted by Mark Hershon, who is the show creator and executive producer. We've been sharing hosting duties on a more or less every other weekly basis since episode 201 from May 5th, 2020. That episode was the first episode of the Succotash shut-in period of this soundcast, and the first episode, back from our first hiatus, which lasted all of about two weeks. I bring up the hiatus in case you hadn't heard episode 348 yet, because it was, in fact, announced at the end of that episode that Succotash is going on another hiatus soon. There's still a few episodes left until it happens, though, and this is one of them. Then, after we hit our anniversary in April of this year, which is 2023 for those living in the future beyond 2023, assuming the future is a thing when you're listening, our hiatus should begin then. But importantly, this week, I've got clips for you from the Soundcasts, Wow in the World, TDR Now Travel Podcast, and Story Pirates. Two of those Soundcasts, specifically Wow in the World and Story Pirates, were suggested by a list I found in a Good Housekeeping article from March 25th of 2020, titled 21 Entertaining Podcasts for Kids of All Ages. Meanwhile, TDR Now Travel is a family-friendly soundcast that I found through being a frequent viewer of the YouTube channel TDR Explorer, which is also pretty family-friendly. But more on that later. So basically, this episode is one for the kids. I will now hunt for a Henderson's Pants ad that might be age-appropriate to keep with the theme, and hopefully also keep this episode from getting an explicit status on the listings. Be right back. Nope. Literally every single ad I have available to me is PG-13 at the very least, and I'm afraid that just won't do for this episode. So, maybe think about that, Henderson's Pants. Maybe if you didn't always work blue, you'd actually sell a pair of pants once in a while. Hmm? What am I talking about? Henderson Pants is not real. They're fake. They've always been fake, and we've never said otherwise, so I don't know what that was just now. I apologize. <sighs> Let's get to the rest of the show. Specifically, the clips it contains. Roll them. First up, Wow in the World from Wondery Kids. Its description says the number one podcast for kids and their grown-ups. Hosts Mindy Thomas and Guy Raz share stories about the latest news in science, technology, and innovation. Stories that give kids hope, agency, and make us all say, wow. And apparently new episodes come out every Monday for free. It is an NPR series, and the clip I've selected is from an episode from March 20th, 2023, called Another Prehistoric Mystery. 
The episode description says, What really happened to the ichthyosaurs? Detective Mindy and Junior Detective Dennis are determined to find out. Join Mindy, Gyras, and the WoW crew in the mystery of why prehistoric swimming reptile bones were found in the desert. It's the who, what, when, where, how, and wow of ichthyosaurs. The desert. A harsh, barren landscape of sand and rock and wind and dust and sand. Oh yeah, and sagebrush. Thanks, Reg. My crew and I have been wandering this desolate area of Nevada for hours now. And we Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, Mindy. Did you say Nevada? We're not in Nevada. We're in your backyard. Yeah. <sighs> I know we're not in Nevada, but we're just pretending. Remember? Come on, play along. Well, does it have to be so miserable? Yeah, can't we just pretend we're on a nice, pleasant hike through the basin of Nevada? And uh, remind us, why are we pretending to be on a hike in Nevada, Mindy? <sighs> because, Guy Raz, West Union Canyon in Nevada is where those mysterious bones were found by that group of paleontologists. Remember? Oh, right, right. Wait, what'd she say? An alien florist? She said paleontologists, you know, scientists that study fossils and bones. Ah. Oh. Anywho, can we get back into it? Fine, but make it nice this time. Hey, Mandy, quit being so dramatic. Ah, it was a beautiful day. My friends and I were having a lovely hike near the West Union Canyon in Nevada. Now, this is more like it. So much better. Thanks, everyone, for coming on this hike with me. Well, now it's too hot. Dennis! He is right. Fine. Here, take this water flask. Hooray! Imaginary water flask! (sighs) Now, can we please... (sighs) Mindy, are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay, Guy Raz. I just tripped over something. Luckily, I had my marshmallow knee pads on. Here, uh, let me give you a hand. Wait a minute, Guy Raz. (gasps) What is it? That thing I tripped over. What is that, Mindy? I think it's some sort of bone. That is a huge bone, Mindy. Who could it possibly belong to? Well... Oh, maybe a giant dog buried it. Like Clifford. Yeah, like Clifford. I reckon it's from one of them big animals with the trunks. All right. What are those things called again? You mean an elephant? No, that's not it. No, no, no. You're all wrong. What we have here is a dinosaur bone. Oh, well, well. What a mystery. (gasps) We should call Detective Mindy and Inspector Guy, Private Eye. No, I don't think we need to. Yes, great idea, Dennis. Oh, boy. Detective Mindy and Guy. So what have we got there, Detective Roz? Another case of a dinosaur being in the wrong place at the wrong time? I've seen it a million times before. Uh, I'm afraid it's a little bit more complicated than that, Detective Mindy. What do you mean? Well, it's not a dinosaur. What? Technically, this skeleton belongs to a massive reptile. Uh, right. 
dinosaurs and reptiles are different species. Really? Yes. But if it looks like a dinosaur and walks like a dinosaur, doesn't that make it a dinosaur? I'm afraid not, Detective. Bonker balls. Junior Detective Dennis, what do you make of this? Hmm, let me see. Wait, Dennis is a detective now? That's Junior Detective to you. Yeah, Detective Guy Raz, let me introduce you to Junior Detective Dennis! <laughs> Mindy gave me a badge. Ooh, so fancy. Wow, a real-life detective. <sighs> no, a junior detective. It's sort of like an internship. I'm paid an experience. Pretty cool. He'll be shadowing me today, Detective Guy Raz. Hope you don't mind. Not at all. So why don't you tell me a bit more about what's going on here? Well, for starters, there's more than one creature here. What do you mean? Yeah, what do you mean? Well, I mean, look, I can see more bones scattered around the area. So what is this? Some sort of dinosaur graveyard? Again, not a dinosaur. Whatever. But yes, it seems to be some sort of graveyard. Wow, a giant reptile graveyard. So interesting. That's not even the most interesting part. It's not? Nope. Well, then what is the most interesting part? These prehistoric reptiles were swimmers. Whoa. Prehistoric swimming reptiles? Yep. How is that even possible? We're in the middle of the desert. Yeah, guy, private eye. We're in the middle of a desert. Oh, this mystery's getting good. Real good. So you can find the show on Twitter at WowInTheWorld, all lowercase W-O-W-I-N-T-H-E-W-O-R-L-D. Guy Raz can be found at all lowercase G-U-Y-R-A-Z, that is Guy Raz. And Mindy Thomas can be found at Absolutely Mindy, that is capital A-B-S-O-L-U-T-E-L-Y, capital M-I-N-D-Y. Now the website of the show archive is over at NPR.org. And you should also be able to find it by going to Tinkercast.com. That is T-I-N-K-E-R-C-A-S-T dot com. Next up, TDR Now Travel Podcast from TDR Explorer. Its description says, A podcast for theme park fans who love to travel. We're the longest-running show dedicated to informing you about theme parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disneyland and Universal Studios Japan. Come and travel along with us. Now, I discovered this podcast through their YouTube videos on Super Nintendo World, which both my son and I enjoy. The clip I've selected is from March 14th, 2023, and it's called Super Nintendo World Differences, Japan vs. USA, and it happens to be from their episode 278. The description reads, We discuss the differences between Super Nintendo World in Japan and the U.S., from the layout of the land, to the food, to merchandise, we talk about it all. And you can watch the YouTube video we talk about here. Oh, and there's a link to their YouTube. Well, you can't see the link. It's on YouTube. Probably the biggest thing you'll notice when you first go in mm-hmm. is the pipe, like the, the green pipe area is different, like the entrance. Oh, okay. How, how different? The photo op area for the green pipe, ours is laid out differently. Compared to the U.S., like they're they're both like kind of different layouts, which is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Like ours are three, and yeah. I think if I remember correctly, the one in the U.S. is like there's two, like three photo spots, or no, like three pipes, like green okay. pipes. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting how that was different, but the pipe itself when you walk into the land in Japan, ours is much longer, which that just depends, like you know, the area that they built everything in. The effects in Japan is mm-hmm. 
it's kind of like green stripes that are kind of like whooshing by to make it feel like you're kind of rushing through the pipe. Yes. Whereas the U.S. one, it's like this swirling effect that's kind of like a rainbow. So it's completely different from ours here in Japan, which I thought was very interesting. Like, yeah, I would love to know the reasoning behind that. Like, why change it? I don't know. Maybe they just had like different versions and they went through all the work. They're like, oh, we made these different versions and they chose this one. But we like this one, too. Let's use it over here. (laughs) You know, (laughs) or maybe they thought maybe the the whole green thing that they do here in Japan, it's Uh too subtle. For oh, no. people over in the U.S., because like the one, the, the 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 rainbow thing is very like, wow, okay, that's really in your face. I don't know. I don't, I don't know the reasoning behind why they did that. Yeah, I wonder if the other park will also have a different one, or it'll go with the California one, or what. It will be very interesting to see the one in Orlando when that's built, and uh-huh. I think it's supposed to open twenty twenty five because they're not shoehorning it into an area, an yeah. existing park because they're it's a brand new park, so they have quote-unquote unlimited space so it's gonna be very interesting to see what they're doing they've improved on some stuff in the u.s like in the hollywood version over the one here in japan so i'm excited to see what other lessons they're gonna learn and apply that to orlando for sure yeah so it's just it's just very interesting to kind of follow along with this more about the area the princess peach like when you walk into the castle Mm -hmm. this is very different there's there's portraits on the walls the ones in Japan are static. They're just static photos. The okay. ones in Hollywood are actually screens. And there's like animations happening and the pictures change and everything. And it kind of explains why Bowser Jr. is there, why you have to collect the keys with yeah. the mini games. So I thought that was really nice, like a nice change kind of yeah. explains things more. And it's a little more, I guess, tech, high, more higher tech, I guess. And then when you go into Super Nintendo World in Hollywood, the first thing you're going to notice if you've been to one in Japan is this one's almost, or it's pretty much one level, like on the outside. Because mm-hmm. the one here in Japan, we have two levels outside, like you see them right away. Okay. So the one in the US feels more open, but it, from what I know, it's a smaller area. But because there's not that second level in the middle of the area, it feels... Oh more open you feel like less enclosed yeah Yeah. i get it that's interesting there is a second level for the hollywood version it's kind of in the back and it's just like that's where the uh, binoculars are and extra punching blocks and stuff there's not too much up there so i guess you can say it's technically two levels but sure and like mario kart well we'll talk about in a second anyway it's super nintendo world it looks it looks like Super Nintendo World, right? There's nothing really different about that. Just like, you know, things are in, are in different places and whatnot. The Hollywood version has the the timed Piranha game. I can never remember its name. The, the Goomba Crank and the Koopa Troopa shell game. And also the Thwomp Panel Panic. So they have mm-hmm. four mini games to collect the, collect the keys to go into Bowser Jr. They are missing the Babom area. The one in Japan has, we have a Babom like underground area. Okay. The Hollywood version doesn't have that at all. It's not there. Maybe like a space issue or something. Yeah. Because it does take up a lot of space in the one in Japan Mm -hmm. and it's all indoors. So I can see why they would have to have cut that. The Bowser Jr. game, exactly the same as the one in in Japan. 
they didn't change anything, which it's fine. It's a it's a fun game. For Mario Kart itself, the ride exactly the same. Okay, There's I mean nothing changed. Expected, right? Yeah, yeah. I wasn't expecting them to change anything, except you know everything is in English. <laughs> but, oh, you know, fun! <laughs> but you know that's obviously expected. So now the show on Twitter could be. Uh, at TDR Now Podcast on Twitter. There is one of those. It may or may not be official. In case it is, that's capital T, capital D, capital R, capital N, O W, capital P, O D, C, A, S, T. Now, the host, Chris, listed as Chris Explorer, is at all lowercase TDR Explorer. That is T D R E X P L O R E R. And other host, Patricia, is at Dream Sweets Love. That is capital D R E A M, capital S W E E T S, capital L O V E. They do have a Patreon at patreon.com slash tdrnow, T-D-R-N-O-W. And you can find the show's main website pretty much at tdrexplorer.com forward slash podcast forward slash. And thank you, Bill Haywatt, for the ad that you would have read before I said this part, if Henderson's Pants had had an ad in that empty space where it would have gone, or also where a real sponsor could go were we to acquire one. Oh, wait, we're going on hiatus. Right? Right. Finally, Story Pirates, from Story Pirates. Its description says, The award-winning Story Pirates podcast takes stories written by kids and turns them into sketch comedy and songs. Made up of talented comedians, songwriters, and frequent celebrity guests, the Story Pirates inspire kids to create, bringing laughter to kids and grown-ups of all ages with hilarious sketches, catchy original songs from all genres, and interviews with the creative geniuses behind the stories. Kids! clip I've selected is from March 23rd, 2023, from an episode called Oh Rats! Exclamation point. Apparently, today's new story by a seven-year-old from New Jersey named Alexandra explores the never-ending real estate struggles between mice and humans. Or, or rats, rather. Hey, Story Pirates podcast listeners, Peter here. Have you ever been alone in your home and suddenly heard the scurrying of tiny feet? Perhaps the gentle squeaks of a visiting rodent? If so, you've probably wondered, is there a mouse in the house? But have you ever wondered what those rats think of you? Well, our next story certainly has. And here to introduce it is the author. Hi, I'm Alex. I'm seven years old and I live in New Jersey. This is my story, Oh Rats. Dana, look at our new home. It's even more fantastic than the listing on Willows. Wow. This will be a sanctuary for us where we can happily live by my mantra. Live, laugh, love. That phrase means so much to me. I crocheted it on these charming pillows I have right here. And these coffee mugs. And for some reason, on all of these shells, I've decided are part of my decorating scheme, even though we live nowhere near the beach. Dana, strike a moving in day pose. Three, two, one, cheese. Wow. Let me add that to social media. Hashtag home sweet home. Hashtag live, love, love. Hashtag a spoiled cat lives here. <laughs> now let's head back to the car and grab those boxes. Wow, Radifer, Reginald, just look at our new home. It's gorgeous, Radda. 
I can't believe we rats were lucky enough to find an empty house on Willows. That's the site that's like Willows for rats? This place will be a sanctuary where we can live by our motto. If mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. But first, coffee. Cheese, cheese, cheese. We gotta get our models aligned. This beats living the way we've been living. Out on the streets, shivering in the cold. Using garbage for a pillow. Falling in love with a pigeon. But it'll never work because her family doesn't approve. Reginald, what? <gasps> what was that? <sighs> this mattress in a box is heavy. A, a human. human! But at least I saved 20% with a code I got from a podcast. This place was listed as empty last time I checked. Boy, that's a lot of shells. A lot. Dana, let me grab another pick. Cheese. Did somebody say cheese? No, Reginald, get back here. Uh, <laughs> humans don't like rats in their houses. But she said cheese. You know I can't resist. Now, what from over here, Dana? Who's Dana? Ah, I can't! So there's no actual cheese? What kind of monster says cheese without having it? Also, ah, a cat! We gotta get out of here. Let's go hide while they move in until the coast is clear. And there, unpacked. I don't know about you, Dana, but I am exhausted. Now time to start reading that book my brother gave me. My year of rest and relaxation. Sounds relaxing. <sighs> Sounds like they're done moving. We can stop hiding behind this radiator. Let's move. Back we go to garbage pillows and cold nights. And a love that can never be. What? What decorating guide did she use? Because this place looks fantastic. But seriously, what is with the shells? I wish we could stay. This rug feels great under my paws. Don't get too comfortable. Remember, there's a cat around. I guess you're right, Rata. The streets may not have soft carpets, pillows that aren't garbage, or respect for rat and pigeon relationships. Jenny. But a life out there beats living in a house where you're always thinking there's a cat right behind you. <gasps> what? What is it? Rennifer? There's a cat behind me, isn't there? Uh -huh. Yep. <sighs> Dana, what's going on? Oh, rats. Oh, rats? We've been made. Quick, let this human know we mean no harm. Let's uh quickly clean up the furniture. They're jumping on the furniture. She seems stressed. Maybe she's hungry. I'll get something from the kitchen. Here. Pickles for everyone. Now they're stealing food? That didn't work. Hey, Rada, try fluffing that pillow. Great idea. I accidentally ripped her pillow. Not my live, laugh, love pillow. It's my whole thing. <laughs> oh, no. The cat has Radifer by the tail. Rada, Reginald, help me. Come on, Dana. Let's get out of here. Radifer, he's been captured. We've got to get him back. Poor Radifer. What cruel fate determined his last moments would be with a cat and a woman with this many shells? Why? Why? Snap out of it! Ugh. We've got to find a way to get him out of there, no matter how long it takes. So you can find the show on Twitter at Story Pirates. That's S-T-O-R-Y-P-I-R-A-T-E-S. 
And there's not a lot of information about the people who participate in the show if you go over to www.storypirates.com forward slash podcast. But I did figure out that the co-founders of Story Pirates are Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. Lee Overtree is on Twitter at TexPlush, that is all lowercase T-E-X-P-L-U-S-H, and Benjamin Salka can be found at Benjamin Salka, all lowercase B-E-N-J-A-M-I-N-S-A-L-K-A. Also, Story Pirates has a Wikipedia entry. So there you go, kids, or people who have them who also listen to podcasts, or at least were, slash are listening to this one. This is the end portion of the episode, where we make our goodbyes, and I go off to record the vocal performance you're hearing now, after which I will edit everything that you have heard so far together, and that pretty much sums up the process of what came together as the episode you're nearly done with. For the adults in the room, there is a whole archive of episodes over at www.succotashshow.com, as well as on pretty much all the listening platforms that you can, could, or perhaps are listening on. That particular archive, which is ours, goes back almost 12 years now. It's a pretty nifty thing, and, as far as I can tell, a fairly rare thing in this medium known as the podcast, which we here at Succotash have been calling Soundcasts for pretty much the entire run. It's been fun. See you in two weeks with something probably less family-friendly, so pretty much any normal episode. Thank you for listening. Go to www.tysonsainter.com to find my links to all the stuff I'm doing, including original music, gaming videos, and my Redbubble store. Tune in next week for episode 350. I'm sure it will be a good one. Be decent to each other, and if someone should randomly, or perhaps deliberately, ask you if you've heard anything good or interesting lately, and that makes you think of us, please pass the succotash. You've been listening to Suckatash, the comedy soundcast soundcast, with your host, Tyson Saner. Brought to you by Henderson's Pants and... Imagine your company's name right here. Rate us and review us at Apple and Google Podcasts. Find us on the web at SuckatashShow.com. On Stitcher. On iHeartRadio. On YouTube. On SoundCloud. And wherever fine soundcasts are streamed and or downloaded. Follow Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Succotash Show. Like us on Facebook. Email us at tyson at succotashshow.com. Or call into the Succotash Skype line at our toll call number 818-921-7212. You can also upload clips from your favorite comedy soundcasts directly to us using our direct upload link at itail.com slash you slash Succotash. Suckatash is produced and engineered by Joe Paulino through the auspices of Studio P. Sausalito, the home of the hit. Our hosts are Mark Hershon and Tyson Saner. Our musical director is Scott Carvey. Our booth assistant is Kenny Durgis. Suckatash is executive produced by Mark Hershon. Until next time, I'm your loyal booth announcer, Bill Haywatt, reminding you to please pass the Suckatash goodbye. This has been a Succotash Patch production.